Let's rock and roll, buckaroos. <laughs> yeah. Let's strap in and do this. Ooh. <laughs> Welcome, guests, to our very first episode of The Host Club. I am joined here by our two lovely hosts. We've got Sydney Jones. Hello. We have the lovely Kelsey Corgan. Hello. And then myself, I am Beth Fry, and we are here today to tell you everything manga and anime related. We are super excited to be joining you and have some awesome discussions about literally everything under the sun. So we're going to be doing a lot of fun things such as talking about fun tropes. We're going to be talking about series that have really influenced us. And then also what we really want to do is have some awesome guests come and join us to really talk about everything under the sun. Yes. Yeah, so today's episode, we're basically going to go over everything that you need to know about manga and anime going into it. So things that we wish that we learned when we first got into it. So you're going to learn the basics. And then I want to kick it over to Sydney quickly. Yeah, so basically today is going to be full of more cultural, Japanese cultural stuff because mm -hmm. their culture is very different from ours. We are very interested. Us three are very interested in that culture. And we everything that we say throughout this whole podcast, especially this episode, is all with the most respect. We really admire the Japanese culture. Um, mm. So if we do say anything that's not completely right or, you know, we say something that's it's not said correctly, mm. obviously we're not fluent in Japanese. Yeah. We I do try our best. <laughs> like I've looked up a few things on like how to say it, but there are going to be some things that we don't say correctly. So we apologize in advance and we also ask you to give us some some leeway and just kind of understand that it's coming from a, a level of respect and we just adore Japanese culture. And if yeah. you have anything to like tell us about, feel free to let us know that something we said was not completely correct. We do have an Instagram. It is the host club, all one word. And mm -hmm. we also have a Gmail if you want to reach out to us that way, which is the host club 315 at Gmail. So those are where you can reach us to tell us what we're doing wrong. <laughs> Be nice. <laughs> Hopefully not a lot wrong. Yes. But yeah, mm -hmm. we're very open to learning and we just want to come out and say that this is something, um, obviously, we are all white, so we want to just be very respectful and learn as much as we can throughout this journey. I know that just doing preliminary research on the history of manga and anime, I've learned a ton, and I'm only scratching the surface. Yeah. So, like I said, this is something, a very preliminary, basic episode, and then we're going to get into the fun stuff uh, as we go on. And I think I can speak for all of us. We're very excited to dive into these topics yeah yeah absolutely cool okay yeah. um so do you want to just like take it from the top we can go for like just like a very brief overview yeah. of manga um question do you guys know anything about it like about origins it? or no. like no give us the origin story <laughs> the What's origin going on? story um so it's actually really cool uh and i don't want to get 
too crazy heavy deep into it. Uh, this is, I'm not trying to do like a huge history lesson. Yeah, this isn't a Japanese uh, history class. <laughs> yeah. but no, no, like for real, like if you want to learn about Japanese culture, like don't start with this podcast. <laughs> you yeah. should. No, we are not an informational podcast. Yes. No, we're going to be talking more about anime and manga in the future, but we kind of just wanted to like learn a little bit about ourselves, you know. I, it's, it's important <laughs> to have... I feel like you can't really respect a whole culture just by you can you can love a certain product and you can consume that product. But I think that there's so much more than just loving it and consuming it. And it comes with doing your research and following up with it and making sure that you're staying current and correct. And that's what we wanted to do is just kind of dive a little bit into that. Absolutely. Yeah, because the Japanese culture is, you know, in some parts different than what we know in America. By the way, we are in America. We are yes. in the United States. If we get any fancy overseas listeners, hi, we are in America. So <laughs> Japanese, you know, Japanese culture is different from American culture. Um, we just want to kind of note those differences because watching anime, you do yeah. notice that some things are different and you're like, oh, that's kind of weird that they do that. Not weird, but different um, that they do that. So that's kind of what this is to kind of get you into what you'll see in anime yeah. or manga. Mm-hmm. And again, we are only scratching the surface. Yeah. This is just basic, basic stuff. So cool. Okay. So let's jump into it. So a lot of people confuse like manga and comics. Um, mm-hmm. And manga is very different from like what we know as traditional American comics. So you think of your Batman, your X Men, your Marvel, mm-hmm. DC. Um, manga falls into tons of different genres. However, did you guys know that manga can be translated into the word comic in Japanese? So it's actually a lot of people confuse manga and American comics, but they're actually there's a lot more genres that you can fall into. When you think of American comics, you think Marvel, DC, obviously, but manga is. A completely different category. That being said, manga is said to originate from scrolls dating back to the 12th and 13th centuries, which is nuts to me. That's crazy. But like, I mean, if you think of it from my very like (laughs) primitive mind, like (laughs) pictures have been used throughout all of histories. You look at like cave walls from, you know, cavemen. Yeah. Um, and it's, I think it's just, yes, <laughs> I think it's such a beautiful way of storytelling. Yeah. Um, and I love the fact that manga has dated back from the 13th and 12th centuries that people have just wanted to express their stories through the art of drawing and pictures and then adding your words on top of that. I yeah. Because it, it kind of bridges like language barriers yeah exactly yeah and it's there's something to be said about that because to me personally it creates like this rich story Mm -hmm. because I'm a visual person like anytime I see something and it like it's invoking that emotion that Mm -hmm. I couldn't otherwise get when I'm reading it yeah I mean the crop seeing facial expressions Mm. yes I mean they even kind of explain because there's not a word for every emotion so like facial expressions can definitely do that more so than words can sometimes you can you know see a lot in just one panel that like doesn't have any words yeah and I think that's why lately I've been reading more manga than like books yeah I just like yeah like it's just a different type of storytelling Mm -hmm. that I think is beautiful so yeah I totally agree so that being said um manga actually has come about and had really created like started generating 
a lot more traction during World War II and after World War II. Okay. Because of the Allied occupation uh, censorship policies, when obviously, like, America had come over in the bombings of Hiroshima and Nagasaki uh, after the events of World War II, there was a lot of censorship policies specifically prohibiting art and writing that glorified war and Japanese militarism. Mm -hmm. So... They didn't prevent publication of other kinds of materials. That included manga. So uh, the Japanese constitution prohibited all forms of censorship. But one result of this was like a huge growth in artistic creativity. Mm. So at the forefront of this, there was two mangas that have really been influential and have like, I guess you could say, like created manga to what it is today from mm-hmm. my understanding one of those is actually the mighty adam or the what we know here in america as astro boy mm-hmm. which was created in 1951 and then um it's saze san which was created in 1946 mm-hmm. so do you guys know anything about astro boy or Sazes? i do not i don't either i think i've seen yeah, like I've seen him. I've seen the Astro Boy. Yeah, but like, <laughs> I haven't person. seen the Astro Boy. So, um, yeah, so he saved me one time. No big deal. <laughs> so, what's crazy is that like these two manga challenged stereotypes in Japan mm-hmm. because in a very militaristic time in Japan, men were seen as hardworking, not showing like a lot of emotion, Mm -hmm. whereas Astro Boy was a superpowered robot and a very naive little boy, but he had a very developed social conscious and he could really deeply feel with people. So he was more into like a community oriented uh, masculinity. So it differed very much from like the emperor worship and militaristic obedience enforced during this period of Japanese imperialism. Yeah. And then Saze-san, which I've never heard of. Did you guys hear? No, no. I've never This heard one I think is really cool because it challenged the good wife, wise mother stereotype that okay. was happening in Japan mm-hmm. where women are very like meek, you know, like um, obviously like the man is like the head of the household. Mm-hmm. So this was a female manga artist who made her heroine a stand-in for millions of Japanese men, especially women rendered homeless by the war. So Saze does not face an easy life, but like Astro Boy, she's very highly affiliative and is deeply involved with her immediate and extended family. So this challenged the principles of feminine meekness and obedience Um, which I think is really great. And she also had one of those cheerful resilience that has really impacted what we see in manga today. Yeah. So that being said, I kind of want to jump over to Kelsey, if you're cool with that, because what we see from our very brief overview of what manga was and how it was affected by history um, and what has been brought over over the course of you know over a hundred years or so we want to talk about it with popular culture today and where we see it because it really to me I feel like a little background guys I was super into manga and anime when I was very young and then manga is the book mm -hmm. and anime is the show yes so there's a difference thank you (laughs) forgot to mention yes you got me girl So I was super into it when I was young. And then for some reason, you know, as kids will be kids, 
they make you feel ashamed of like liking these things which is totally insane because it's a huge deal in other parts of the world and it's such a beautiful way of storytelling that like I completely closed that side of myself off to and now we've got these crazy amounts of pop culture references to manga and anime and it's more widely talked about today than oh, ever definitely I think. definitely because mm-hmm. i never really like my brother watched um dragon ball <laughs> which love it oh, yeah. i mean that's a debate but um he was super into dragon ball so that was really all i had exposure to mm-hmm. and also the naruto run <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> just running through the halls like you know yeah, quote dude. unquote they were called nerds and they were like looked not looked down on but kind of bullied a little bit because of it yeah because of doing the naruto run everywhere <laughs> and now i have gotten into and i think it's definitely because of anthony my husband <laughs> um that i've gotten more into anime and it's just like totally opened my eyes i think it's way more it's widely recognized yeah, i believe now more than really it ever has in yeah, America, I mean, at least. In, like, American Hollywood right now, that they're yeah. actually seeing a lot more stock in anime, which oh, is really? why they're trying to do, like... Like, they did Ghost in the Shell, and, like, we all know Ooh. how sucky that was. But yeah. um, I think that they are actually trying to make a live-action Akira movie, too. Yeah. And that has kind of been, like, off and on production. I don't know if it's back on or not. Mm. But they've they've done... Um, what was that? A cane? You guys are saying arcane, right? arcane. arcane. Yeah. Yes. Um, there was also the Castlevania that yep. that's American. Netflix, Netflix is that. trying to yeah. yeah. Netflix is really trying to do a lot of like action yeah. stuff right now. Good um, or bad, they're trying. They're, yeah. <laughs> Mostly bad, but yeah. you know, but it's definitely <laughs> bleeding into yeah. And I think that culture. it's generating more conversations between mm-hmm. people because a lot of the times I feel like when I talk to people who aren't very familiar with anime, they just say, "Oh, that's a cartoon." Yes. But no, no. it's not. Like, like what if makes you open, a show for kids? Yeah. If you just opened your mind and imagination, you'll realize that like animation can like take you places that like oh, yeah. live action cannot. Mm-hmm. And, and that's also, why it's so good. Like if it was for kids, explain hentai. <laughs> oh. Like Yeah. Well, yeah. not even that. Like it can get dark it gets very dark yeah like a show that you think is i'm yeah i don't know maybe the animation takes away sometimes but you can start a show that's like looks very happy and then it's not and then it's like wow they're talking about such deep and dark stuff yeah that was me with attack on titan yeah so yeah that was a culture shock i introduced you to that and you were like well is it funny and i was like (laughs) funny it's funny girl eats potato it's funny yeah i was like well like i seen trailers and it looks good like it's so good and then i can't do anything violent Mm -hmm. i like really have a hard time watching people and you were like is there blood and i was like no no blood (laughs) little blood just like a little bit a like, little bit. I, Not that much. I end up feeling, like, actually queasy watching people. Oh, bleed. no. I, like, I can't even... I don't even like killing animals. Like, sp- mm-hmm. animals. I say spiders, I mean. Okay. Um, <laughs> the only... <laughs> Not animals. Anyone listening, I do not like killing animals at all. I've never killed an animal. I have oh, killed, no. I've killed spiders. I promise. <laughs> Jesus Christ. But, like, the only two insects that I feel no remorse killing, fleas, mosquitoes. That's it. I have a thing with ants. 
ants. Oh, I do too. I don't They're like to step fine, on ants. But like, I crunched one one time. E. And you, I did thought, it crunch? It crunched. Ugh. It was one of those carpenter ants. Oh no! Blech. Huge, huge. Bite. Have you ever been bit? Fire ant. I've gotten bit by oh, a fire that's ant. Not Fuck good. those guys. But I killed it. I thought I had killed it. Opened it. Wasn't dead. Went to go kill it again. Oh. Ant juice in my eye. No. Oh, that's disgusting. I hate ants. Dude. That's my aunt story. Dude. <laughs> I have a thing but with ants. I feel like because I've watched Attack on Titan, whenever I see a bug, I'm like, am I a Titan? <laughs> yes. Like, kind of. I am a Titan. Yeah. You're more afraid of me. And I'm just fucking walking around yeah. smacking things out of the air. Yeah. Dude, I am a Titan because I will kill spider and That is not true. Mosquito. That is not true. When I saw a giant spider in the shower the other day and I <laughs> screamed like a little baby, you barely did anything. Okay. And then I ended Wait, whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. We're not. Listen. Slander. I did all the grunt work. What are you talking about? I you up- screamed, go kill it. And what did I do? I sprayed it with the water. Mm. And I ended up killing it. I did the grunt work. It fell on the ground I, and you squashed it with a broom. I inadvertently groped her. Very awkward. Wow. It was really weird. Anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the topic at hand. Yeah, we're is, getting way off topic. Is, sorry. <laughs> yes. I just needed to put it out. I did the grunt work uh, of all killing so that So any background for you, uh, our new uh, guests listening. Kelsey and I are best friends. We've been best friends since childhood, since we were like 10 or 8 years old. Yeah. Eight or ten. Eight or ten. Not nine. Um, no. no. <laughs> nine is a blurry definitely, year. Definitely not nine. We don't talk about that year. Um, and then I actually went to school, uh, high school, with Sydney. Yeah. And we just recently reconnected and we found out we have a huge love. Of, we, we all have a huge love. literally bonded over anime. Yes. And that's true. why we're here. Because here we, are. we can talk about this for hours and we were like, let's talk to other people about it too. Yeah. And then also, like, go on random tangents about ants and spiders. Yeah, like this. Be like that. Welcome to it. It's going to be the whole podcast. It's a wild ride. I love it. If you care about us, which you should, definitely keep listening because you're going to find out random things. Yeah, it's going to be great. Yeah. All right. Anyway, Kelsey, let's Let's circle back around. Yeah, wait. Now I got it. Circling back. Let's talk about (laughs) where do we see anime and pop culture? Let me guess. (laughs) Disney. Honestly, yeah, probably. Yeah, well, they're coming up with a anime show about Disney villains, and they're like all oh, hot. Yeah, they're sexy. Okay, sexy. Um, oh my god, why okay. You so sexy? So <laughs> I really need to start this off talking about the movie Akira. Okay, mm. have you all seen it? No, absolutely not. I've I never have, even heard of it. I have actually really. Yeah, interesting. I'm I like the baby. Of this group. I know zero Okay, that's fine. I've never seen it. I've watched it forever ago with Micah, um, your brother. My my brother. Um, And, like, it was good. Like, I liked it. Um, For, I think, oh, when was it made? I think in 19... Oh, I don't remember. You're doing I didn't amazing. Write it down. Sometime oh, in the 1900s. 1980. Could be 1901. Could be 1999. Nine, I want to say. I have to fact check that. Um, And for its time, animation, 10 out of 10. So good. And the story is really, really good. Um, But I did not know how much of a cult following this movie, like, has. (laughs) Really? Like, how much it has influenced pop culture, like cyberpunk. Oh. Cyberpunk's sci-fi fantasy stuff. Yeah, really? Yeah. Um, So... 
And not only that, Akira also took influence from Western media, like E.T., oh. Star Wars. <gasps> really? Um, Blade Runner, Rebel Without a Cause, wow. and Videodrome? I don't know what that is. I don't know what that um, is. <laughs> But it earned about $80 million worldwide, and back then was a lot. Yeah. Wait, I can did... we stop real quick? What is Akira even about? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> so, from what I remember, <laughs> maybe we should was go home ago. with homework and, like, watch it or something. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it's, you know, it's a staple piece, apparently. Um, from what I remember, it's in a dystopian type future okay and they ride a lot of motorcycles nice Ooh, um, oh, to be honest that is like the only two things i really remember okay in the movie. um you know it's so funny that i actually have a little bio about it it's how just, do you have that because <laughs> wow uh, an apocalyptic tale of motorcycle gangs, wow. street war, and inexplicable transformations of the children of the future of Tokyo. Well, that's exactly what Kelsey go. said. Yeah. Bam, bam, boom. <laughs> she got it. That's I got exactly it. what she said. You got the most important points. Yeah, motorcycles honestly, and dystopia. Motorcycles and dystopian future. Like, yeah. that's all you need to know. Okay. But yeah, animation <laughs> is solid 10 out of 10. Characters all really great. Blah, blah, blah. This really influenced a lot of people in Western media. The Matrix, for one thing was hugely inspired wow. by, by Akira. Yeah. Wow. Holy shit. Well, because they, didn't they do like um, an animated Matrix movie? Did they? I yeah. I can remember seeing that somewhere. I remember walking I in on my dad watching it and it, they had just ripped a robot's head off and nice. it scarred me. Damn. I don't know well, that I've seen Matrix all the way through. It's, it's pretty good. Yeah. I mean. Keanu Reeves. Keanu Reeves. Yeah. Um, Need but yeah, apparently... <laughs> Akira was had like the biggest budget in any anime movie, except Kiki's Delivery Service, I think, beat that about a year later. Okay. So Akira, um, as I just said, has been a huge inspiration for The Matrix, um, Dark City, Kill Bill, Chronicle, Looper, The Dark Knight, what? Midnight Whoa. Special, Inception, and Godzilla. No um, way, dude. Um, also, Batman Beyond, and someone said Stranger Things, but I don't hmm. think that's been like like confirmed. the producers have not really confirmed that. Okay. People have just seen like what's the word? references of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like coincidences. Coincidences. Um, um, wow, this must be a really like yeah. If um, all of these movies are inspired by this one. Yeah. And in Japan, it was hugely inspired. A lot of cyberpunk works, um, mm -hmm. such as Ghost in the Shell, mm -hmm. Battle Angel Alita, Cowboy Bebop, uh, wow. Serial Experience Lane, Elfin Lied, um, mm -hmm. and a lot of Japanese films such as Tetsuo the Iron Man, and a lot of other video games like Hideo Kojima stuff, um, Metal Gear Solid, some Final Fantasy games. It basically really did like launch Japanese movies shows a lot of stuff into america media which is why they put in a lot of like anime kid stuff like pokemon and naruto okay wow so basically without this movie like we wouldn't have grown up with a lot of the things that we've grown up yeah. with so it hugely inspired us to get pokemon dragon z sailor moon one piece if it weren't for this movie we Thank would God not for have this had movie. this honestly because we had pokemon dragon z that kind of stuff 
We also wouldn't have gotten shows like Teen Titans and Avatar The Last Airbender, Mm -hmm. which is hugely inspired by anime. Mm -hmm. And I feel like these kinds of shows were a lot of like gateway anime shows Mm -hmm. for kids to like get. It's a gateway drug. It's a gateway. It really is. That kind of, you know, launched kids into liking this kind of stuff. Well, yeah, because Avatar was on like Nickelodeon or something. Oh, yeah. 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 Yeah, And people consider that a cartoon. But it's yeah, not because yeah, it deals with so many like underlying. I mean, I think we're gonna do a whole episode. Yeah, on this. honestly, probably. Yeah, but um, when you look up, because I have that, I have an app called My Anime List, and when you look up Avatar on there, it's not on there. Oh so really? I don't know. It must technically it might not be an anime, but we'll get into that at a later. Yeah, day. we'll yeah. get into that. <laughs> um, Stay tuned. So another movie that also heavily inspired media was Spirited Away. Spirited Away did not win an Oscar and it was the only one to be nominated for one. Mm -hmm. And it is the only one that has been nominated. That was a hand drawn movie. Yeah. Um, That one is one that I think that I've probably heard of first. Yes. I feel like that's, I haven't personally watched it. (gasps) Really? Oh my God. It's so good. It's like my favorite movie of Hayao Miyazaki. Yeah. I feel like it's very well received yeah over and here. Friend, I, I know what we're doing <laughs> yeah yeah this movie kind of brought studio is it ghibli or ghibli dude i say ghibli because but i, know I say both until someone corrects me so without spirited away we wouldn't have gotten a lot of like high-end actors into this these kinds of yeah. movies. Like we have Liam Neeson and Ponyo and Yeah. Wow. Um, Emily Blunt and John Krasinski did the one with the guy in the plane and it was really sad. I don't remember the title. <laughs> it was um, a really sad movie. Yeah, and don't forget about the actor who played Batman was also Howell's voice in Howell's movie. Yes, yes. What's his name? Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I would not have yeah. realized that if you guys didn't tell me Beautiful that. Beautiful yeah. voice. Like, incredible. And you got to think about Noah Cyrus and um, I think it's well, Frankie Jonas. Were, mm-hmm. So Noah Cyrus was Ponyo and Frankie Jonas what? was uh, Sosuke in Ponyo. Yes. Why did I not know that? Also, I haven't seen Ponyo. Ponyo's Girlfriends, so I'm telling you, I am the baby, and people are gonna hate me because of how many things I haven't seen. Have no. you seen Howl's Moving Cast? Yes, and that's what like about one of my favorites. Spirit or uh, the Princess Mononoke. No. Girlfriends. I know people are gonna be so mad at me, no, but stay with cool. me. I'm learning and I'm growing. It's cool. It's okay. <laughs> it's okay. We don't gatekeep. Yeah, here. this is the this, this is the is best a, part. This is a safe place. It's because like, I I feel like. Probably Kelsey is the most uh, up to date on what's all things anime. Yes manga. and no. Like, like I only watch shows that I am interested in. I'm not one of those people that it's like I watch every show that comes yeah. out in each new season. I just like if I think it looks cool, well, I'll watch it. You, so- I feel like I'm very picky with my shows, but like you also like have stayed consistent. Like whereas. I was super into like Naruto when I was young and then I stopped watching it because I felt bullied. Mm-hmm. You were like a closet. Yes. Anime I too nerd. was bullied, but I didn't stop. I <laughs> just never I mentioned just hit it. it. Listen, I want to <laughs> be the first. Very well. I want to be the first one to say right now, Kelsey bullied me. Oh, I no. did not. Yes, bully you did. You and Olivia, well, you bullied me. Herself. Mm-hmm. 
It's okay. Anyway, we've grown. <laughs> we've all grown. <laughs> so then I think like Sydney, I feel like you and I are like on the same level because I feel okay. like I'm very new to yeah. the whole scene since I'm getting right back into it. Yeah. So, but it's good because now we have like so many things to discuss. Yes. And we can learn so much about it. And I'm really excited. Yeah. So Attack on Titan also had like a Marvel crossover. What? Yeah. So Attack on Titan is also kind of launched a lot of people into anime. Yeah. Um, Like a lot of people said that like if you want to get somebody into anime, show them Attack on Titan. Um, Yeah. And it worked. A lot of people kind of like was Attack on Titan was like their first for a lot of people. Which I have a lot of thoughts on, which Um, I think we should talk about later. Yeah. Yeah. I agree. Um, yeah, so like it got so big that Marvel did a cool crossover with. I think it's hmm, cool. Um, One Piece also did a crossover with Batman recently. Oh, because it just passed <laughs> as like the most selling quote unquote comic book. It surpassed Batman. Batman. Yeah. So One Piece wow. beat Batman, which is as they should, as they <laughs> as Luffy should. <laughs> it's what he deserves. Yes, we are big One Piece stands yes. in this club. We, that's like the one thing you guys need to know. A thousand episodes we, is not enough. I True. want more. Give it to me. What else is there? I also put that Megan Thee Stallion is a huge anime fan. Yes. So is um, Michael B. Jordan. My, yes. Oh, we in, love that. In Disney's What If series, it's now canon that Killmonger loves anime. <gasps> yes. And it's honestly, it's so funny to I me. I love that. He loves Gundam, so... And Dua Lipa loves One Piece as well. Oh, mm-hmm. I love that. Mm-hmm. Taika Waititi loves One Piece. I only know that because there was an Instagram video of him like talking to Chris Hemsworth and he was wearing a huge Luffy sweatshirt. Oh, and yes. I was like, good for you, dog. You're doing great. Because I feel like, and we will trust us, we will get into One Piece. Oh, yeah. yeah. But I also feel like it's polarizing. Yes. Hmm. Because... People don't want to get into it because it's such a long running series. Yes. And that was me for the longest yeah. time where I saw that and I was like, I don't have the time. Yeah. But then I made the time and, and your I'm soul, so glad I did. Yeah. Your soul is happier. It's for better. It. My life is better now. Yeah. So in Jujutsu Kaisen, there's this scene where Momo, they're Wait, asking is it spoilers. No. Okay. Um, they're asking the girls like what their type of guy is, and Momo <laughs> says, "Have you? Do you know Sebastian Stan? He's like my favorite. His body's so hot." <laughs> and in an interview, some guy showed him that clip and was like, "Hey, look, this anime mentioned you." Oh, that's kind of like, cool. Sebastian was like, "So oh. it's canon that Sebastian Stan is in Jujutsu Kaisen yeah. yeah. in that world." So is Jennifer Lawrence. So. Oh my god, yes. Yeah. He talks about that. So funny. Talks about Jennifer Lawrence. So much. It. Makes me laugh because he's funny. like, I like a tall girl with a big ass, yeah. like Jennifer Lawrence. He's yeah. like, Jennifer Lawrence, really? That's the first person you go to, but okay. So I funny. For me, I just think it's so interesting the fact that, like, this style, like manga and anime, has been around us for years, like, as we mm-hmm. grow up. Um, and I think we just didn't realize it because you think yeah. back to your favorite, like, Pokemon or yeah. Dragon Ball Z or Yu Gi Oh! Oh, um, yeah, you You didn't even realize that you were watching these things growing up. And then at a certain point, you just end up feeling like you grow out of it. But it's always been around us and we've just never been appreciative of yeah. it. Um, yeah. And oh, for me, when I noticed that like anime and manga was getting back into like the pop culture scene was really with Demon Slayer because 
I've never seen such like a huge influence mm-hmm. of like people just coming out of the woodwork to talk about Demon Slayer. Yeah. Um, and that followed obviously Kelsey Woods. Attack on Titan. Yeah. And I just think that there's something to be said that you can end up watching these crazy, intricate shows and you don't have to think that it's a cartoon yeah, um, because it's not. And like anyone who makes you feel like that is probably a little bit small minded. Yeah. <laughs> I think. Yeah. yeah. I think in the world of anime and manga, they really tapped into Americans love for I don't want to say just fighting, but it kind of feels like but you're right <laughs> i mean true but it kind of feels like like kelsey was saying marvel yeah. like i think a lot of americans love marvel for like that superhero yeah trope and that whole like fighting action movie mm-hmm. so i feel like they definitely have tapped more into that and i think that's probably why it's more well received over here because it gives us a little bit of that yeah but it also kind of puts like a japanese spin on it and it just makes it so much yeah. better yeah like a lot of marvel fans really love My Hero Academia yeah, because there's very a similar. lot of similarities with mm-hmm. like superheroes. Even like One Punch Man too. Yeah. Which is satire. Isn't that crazy? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. Yeah. It's like to make fun of all of the tropes oh, that yeah. you see. Oh yeah. Um, I, I love One Punch Man so yeah. much. It's really good. I just don't like how he looks. I'm sorry. The bald head yeah. just doesn't do it for me. So like I, I feel like it. I can't. Well he does that on purpose because he wants to prove that like your main character doesn't have to be super flashy to be interesting. But I need him to be. Well, <laughs> that's the issue. Well, I guess he didn't prove it right. <laughs> not for you. He wasn't, he's, not for you. He had to come face me. Yeah. <laughs> you were not prepared to face me. Yeah. <laughs> so that being said, do we want to talk about some of the genres that you see in a lot of manga? Yeah. So what do you guys know about any of them? Well, there's shonen. I think is one of the bigger ones. Yeah, baby. I don't know that people really know what's shonen. Like, yeah. I don't. I don't really know who's yeah. listening to us right I now. I normally dip my feet into shonen, yeah. shojo, and seinen. Mm, okay. So, so shonen is, I think, what everyone would consider is probably one of your biggest it's the money maker right yeah. Now. yeah yeah sure. definitely um so this is marketed towards young boys between 12 and 18 years old which makes sense because i'm built like a 12 year old boy <laughs> um so a lot of, a lot of these you can see with dragon ball naruto hunter x hunter one piece mm-hmm. then we have seinen which the word literally didn't know this it means youth And this is targeted for young adult males. So you can think of like Tokyo Ghoul and Berserk on this one. A little darker. A little bit darker, a little bit more. Yeah. (laughs) A little bit more of like a mature audience. Then we have uh, Shoujo, which this is awesome. And I'm going to read the article that I pulled off of Wikipedia because I think it's fantastic. So Sojo is geared towards women and young girls. So in 1969, a group of women manga artists later called the 20 or the year 24 group, also known as the Magnificent 24s, made their Sojo manga debut. So the year 24 comes from the Japanese name um, for 1949, when many of these women artists were born. Um, And they marked their first major entry of women artists into manga. 
So thereafter, shoujo manga would be drawn primarily by women artists for an audience of girls and young women. So these are picture poems known to deal with complex emotions, love, and typically have strong female uh, characters. We love that. Uh, So if you think present day, you can think of Fruits Baskets in Sailor Moon. Uh, There's also a subgenre called Redsu, and I apologize if I pronounce that incorrectly, um, which is when young girls became adults and they were looking for more stories related to them. So it's geared for young women in their 20s and 30s, and they Mm. deal with a lot of plots geared towards more workforce-oriented stories, uh, more complex love, friendships, and a lot of the times it deals with, like, uh, same-sex gender, like, love. Love Yeah. uh, Which is really cool. And then we have one, it's called Gekiga, which literally is dramatic pictures or it's more realism in manga. So think of it as your graphic novel. And a lot of this tends to be more emotionally dark and it was widely used in the 60s in Japan, but it eventually shifted into a more socially conscious form of storytelling. So a great example of this is Akira, which Kelsey brought up. Wow. Um, So these are all of your types of genres of manga and I'm positive there are probably way more another one you could call hentai which i learned but i Uh feel like this podcast i don't really know if we're gonna go into a lot of hentai um but just let's say it's spicy it's a little spicy um i'm sure we'll be talking about it a little bit but i don't think we're gonna be focusing on it we don't have to focus on it (laughs) you don't like this the spiciness of it kelsey it's fine. It's fine the way it is. You got some big titty anime girls. I mean, we love the big titties. We do. Honestly, I wish I had some. I mean, anime titties are... They're nuts. They're bubbly. unrealistic. Very Let's unrealistic. Just as a base. Let's all just Very put that out there. Unrealistic, just but God, I wish it were What are they me. made out of? I don't know. Air? Th- like helium? Yeah, they've got to be. The bounce on them. Like the One Piece girls who I love, but like where are their organs? Oh my God, yeah. On their spine. (laughs) Very small and they don't exist. Big booby. The organs are in the boobies. I mean, I can appreciate them. Oh yeah. But don't get me wrong. I love the One Piece women. Am I jealous? Yes. Because the bounce that they have. (laughs) Do I want to be them? Dude, I bounce with my titties right now and nothing happens. They stay stay in the air for like ten seconds. Dude, have you ever seen it's like a gif of this one girl's titties and they literally flip over one another and like cross and then somehow (laughs) magically end up going back to normal. And I'm like I love the titty is physics the, is in it, the anime. It's, it's the yes. bullet, right? What? The bullet. Oh my god, yeah. yeah it, it is. It's from High School of the Dead. Oh, See, that show is very fan servicey, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Extremely mm. fan servicey. Yeah. Which for everyone who doesn't know, fan service is kind of what it sounds like. Mm-hmm. Um, they make shows to please their fans. Yeah. So most of the time, what that means is more boobs. More boobs. <laughs> more boob shots, most more of the upskirt time it's shots. More boobs. 
Yeah. Yeah. More. I have seen like some where it is like for women. So it's like. Oh, great. More like, like free. The, the swim club show. Uh-huh. Have you so seen that one? So you're seeing like no. flopping dicks uh, or what? No, it's just like, like abs. Washboard like, abs. Like, like they'll show them like flexing their muscles and stuff okay. like that. So okay. like I have seen some shows where it is like more towards women. But it is like I would say Generally. 90% towards men yeah. for fan service. Because that's kind of who you're getting. Yeah. I mean, if you don't know much about anime, I feel like you do know about anime titties. Yeah, you'll know about anime. Titties. Yeah, I feel yeah. like anytime, a lot of times when I talk to people about anime or manga, yeah. I get two responses. That's just a cartoon or, oh, that's just porn. Yeah. And it's like, no. There is porn. But there, like, yeah. there is the porn. Don't the, worry. That do exist. Yeah. But like... <laughs> There's so much more than that. Yes. So like there's I think there's a lot of negative stereotypes that come with it. But you got to realize like it's as different and as quote unquote like taboo as it might seem. It is a huge part of the culture. Yeah. And all we can do as fans is respect it. Mm-hmm. We don't have to agree, especially with a lot of how they treat women in yeah. anime. We don't have to necessarily agree, but it is something that has been done for years and years and i think that yeah i mean like you know like they're definitely trying to get better yeah yeah so just like us they're also learning yeah Yeah. well it's also kind of just a way for them to get someone into it Mm -hmm. and then they like develop the character and then you fall in love with the characters not just because of their boobs yeah you know Damn, can you imagine? What's underneath those boobs? It's a big heart. (laughs) You know? I can't. It's a big heart. Like, I can't imagine an anime where, like, they just made a huge fucking dick on a guy. And it was just flopping around. Elephant trunk. Yeah. Like, that doesn't do it for me. No. But honestly, like, big titties? Sure. Yeah. (laughs) Let's go. We love them. We love them. Okay, cool. So, now that we've kind of gotten into a little bit of... The genres and what we see, there are definitely cultural differences when we're going into this. And this is something I think Sydney really is excited to talk about. So I'm going to give the floor to you. Yeah. So I kind of went into, because there's a lot of cultural differences that you can talk about. I went into the schooling. Mm -hmm. Basically what I did for my research is I went through the anime that I have watched and kind of like you were talking about in the beginning, what I wish I knew before watching mm-hmm. anime or reading manga just basically um some differences that i've noticed that i was like oh that's different i want to kind of learn more about that right so i went a little heavily into the school differences um so the main difference that i found was their their school is broken up into trimesters mm-hmm. which so, is wild could yeah. you imagine that in america could never we could, could never. never i would die yeah mm-hmm. it's a lot um, so their school year begins in April mm-hmm. and it goes until July and then they have a break and they start up back in September until December and then January to March is their third trimester. Mm-hmm. That's definitely a difference. And they definitely don't take as many, not breaks, but like days off that mm. like Columbus Day. Who is she? Yeah. Like we don't. <laughs> I'm pretty sure they well, don't also have. Columbus sucked. So right. Columbus sucks and he like. Discovered America, so I understand why. Well, but he quote unquote, yeah. he didn't. I know, no. but quote unquote, we were told that he discovered America, so Japanese culture would not have something like, about that. Why do I, I care? Care? You know, they're like, yeah, he does suck. You guys, yeah, they so only literally have, committed genocide. Like, they only have one break, right? Which is the summer break. 
Yeah. I mean, they have like, oh, they have like quote unquote, like winter break mm-hmm. and like stuff okay. like that. But they're not as long as ours are. Mm. And we get like random three day weekends mm-hmm. every now and then, like Martin Luther King Jr. Day. We get off mm-hmm. or like we have like random days that we get off and they're like, no, we're going to teach our children. Yeah. <laughs> and our America's like, eh, but they deserve a day off. <laughs> We don't. This is why we're idiots. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Also, students are required to pass an entrance exam, which if you've watched My Hero or, you know, a few other shows, they have done that mm-hmm. in the anime, which is, well, in My Hero, it's like using your superpowers. Yeah, I was going to say. So it's a little like, different. There's like um assassination classroom. Yeah. Like, where like they're studying. That's like real. Like. Realistic, yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not realistic. There's a huge alien teaching them. Well, realistic, like learning. Yes, and then like the better you do, like the better school you get, right? Yeah. So they don't have buses in America. You throw your kid on a big yellow bus and you send them and hope (laughs) they make it to the school. Um, Pray to God. Yeah, pray that nothing happens and no one steals your children. Um, They do not have buses in Japan. Which is why you see, like, in anime, you see a lot of, like, school, if like, especially Slice of Life. They're mm-hmm. like, you see them, I'm like... I'm gonna be late, and then you just fucking run. Yeah, yeah they're, they're just walk. There. They're you walking. Or, yeah. like, they're taking, like, transit. Like yes, the, they the, do take public transportation. Yeah, yeah I think of, uh, a lot of the times, I think of, like, Fruits Basket for that. Yeah. Or, um, I don't know if you guys have seen um, Super Cub. No. No? So cute. Yeah. It was actually, for, I think, 2021... Rated like one of the best slice Ooh. of life animes. It's oh, we love that. Yeah. Very cute. I yeah. watched like the first three episodes, but it's like slow moving and it's in Japanese. And I watch mainly dub. And mm. because if I watch sub, I want to really pay attention and yeah. I just put it on in the background. And then I realize shit, like this is actually good. So I need to commit time to watching yeah. it in sub. So we have used the word slice of life. Well, phrase slice of life i will probably use that a fair amount in my topic because Mm. slice of life is not there's not like an an overarching like like in my hero they have missions you know there's like Mm -hmm. there's arcs and there's like an all might arc so there's like over you know there's like a bigger theme there's like a bigger a plot yeah where slice of life is literally just following someone through their day to day. day in the life yeah. So most of the time what you'll see is them in school yeah. and in classes and just going through because that's like kind of an easy way to do a slice of life is like find a teenager and mm-hmm. follow him through school. Mm-hmm. Like we just started, we tried to read, Kelsey has watched, um, Psyche K. Yes. And that's what they do that in Psyche K. But I think another thing that I don't know if you guys have noticed in those kinds of like where they happen in school it's all the same school yes they all <laughs> oh my god i was same. hoping you would bring yeah. that up because it's like like anthony says it all the time yeah why is it always the same rooftop that they go to yeah. anytime you need to have some type of emotional moment rooftop yep and it looks exactly the same the mm-hmm. classrooms and the hallways look exactly the same i wish i had a rooftop in high school yeah mm-hmm. me too that'd be nice um they have a school uniform which you see in typical anime mm-hmm Another thing with Japanese culture is their shoes. Mm -hmm. So in school, you must remove your shoes and wear your quote unquote indoor shoes, which are called uwabaki. That's kind of like a a common theme through all of Japanese culture. Yeah. Yeah, Um, And you see that in, I think, Asian cultures in general. 
Which makes a lot of sense, and I don't understand why Americans don't do that. Because if you think about it, like, if you're walking around your house, yeah. you're bringing the outdoors that's, in with you. And that's exactly why. Because when I was looking through, like, doing my research, I was like, I feel like there might be, like, a deeper, like, not necessarily religious, but th- they are kind of ritualistic and, like, mm-hmm. they have shrines and, like, they're very respectful of, like... So I thought there was maybe an underlying thing, but really it's just... So they're, that you're not making messes in yeah. gross places. They're just Honestly, hygienic. Fair enough. Yeah. Which we should learn from. Well, mm-hmm. and it makes sense too because they usually eat or sleep on the floor mm. on like a, it's called a tatami. Yeah. And that's what I've always wondered. Is that comfortable? Do you think? I think like the blanket mattress things that yeah. they roll out. Yeah. I, I think that's the tatami. Very comfy. Yeah. No, I think the tatami is the floor, isn't it? Oh, I don't know. But so they basically, because they eat and sleep on the floor yes they don't want it to be dirty yeah like yes. imagine stepping in dog shit and then walking around yeah here. yeah so it's terrible. so what they do is their indoor shoes are what we would think of as slippers yeah mm. um and there actually are i read a whole article on slippers because it's like they have different slippers for different rooms really yeah Aww. there's like a bunch of different you can have like a bunch of different slippers it's like an again like a cleanliness thing mm-hmm. so you have like your indoor shoes just like you can wear in your house you can wear at school and if you're at your house or whatever you take off your slippers to go into the bathroom which mm-hmm. makes a lot of sense because yeah. you don't want to be tracking around anything that's in the bathroom at yeah. all it's like if we were to walk like it's kind of gross to like walk around like a public bathroom with like no shoes on yeah yes you know like you don't really parasites yeah disgusting um so they take off they can wear socks or they can change into like other slippers to go into the bathroom and then they switch to go back to the like the regular house i have actually seen those things where it's like a sticky mat and i've seen it in some like tiktok videos and i don't know if it's you know, exclusive to Asia or mm-hmm. where it's like regionally located. I'm sure I, we could do it here, but it's like you literally walk in with like your house, like slippers. I call it my, I have house Crocs <laughs> and you step on the sticky mat and it takes off all of like the dirt oh. and like essentially cleans the bottom of your shoe, which yeah, 100% great idea. I yeah. like that. We should, we're dirty, dirty people. Yeah, we are. We're gross. <laughs> Hence global pandemic that america <sighs> has not learned from we're in year two of um yes so uh they have different slippers for different rooms bathroom garden balcony their garden it's called a genkin so it's more of a again i don't know if i want to say religious but it's like more of a spiritual yeah i guess you could say spiritual like a spiritual garden mm-hmm. it's not like oh like with like a zen garden yeah 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 so they feet Slash socks must never touch the Genkin hmm. floor. So you have to be very delicate about taking your shoes off because you can't just throw off your shoes and jump into another pair of shoes. Like you mm. have to be careful about it. And they also made note that when they take off their outdoor shoes, they turn them around mm. so that when you're leaving, that makes you a lot of sense. Oh, I love that. You know what's funny is that I've, you see that in anime. Yeah. Um, and I just never really thought about it. They're so... It's thoughtful. Yeah. It's like everything that they do 
is for the sake of ease. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it's very intentional. Yeah. Which like something so small, like twisting your shoes, Mm -hmm. you wouldn't really think of, but they take the time to do that because it just makes it easier. Which is crazy because like I take off my shoes like at the end of a work day and I just, I want to throw them. Yeah. Because I'm like, just get these off. I do. I literally fling them. I'm (laughs) like, I gotta go to bed. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Yeah. So they um, definitely are very, really respectful with like, their feet. <laughs> wow, that's they awesome. Their feet. Yeah. They don't like to well, bring outdoor stuff in. You know, too, it's like crazy because like I feel like this is going to sound crazy. Um, Bear with us. Bear with us, please. But like we, I think uh, personally for myself, like I don't care about my feet. Like I, yeah. like it's not like I'm not like taking care of my feet, but like we don't respect them enough. Like they are literally yeah. since we're able bodied where they carry us everywhere we go. You know, yeah. and like we just I think we take that for granted and maybe maybe it, we're going I'm going off on a, on a limb. But I feel like Japanese and Asian cultures, they just have that wherewithal of like I have been given this mm-hmm. tool and I want to make sure that it stays clean and I yeah. want to respect where it takes me. Yeah. Yeah. And um, this kind of goes into a little bit of something else that I researched. Oh, you got um, like I ha- a page from yeah. back. If you, you got hear it. crinkling, it's because I did old style and I wrote my notes on paper because <laughs> I'm a nerd. It's, it's okay. ASMR <laughs> for anyone who likes it. Yeah. So this goes into a little bit of what they teach in school. Um, they definitely take pride in teaching their students more than just history and science and math. They focus on personal hygiene, nutrition, sleep. Wow. Yeah. Uh, proper manners and how to speak politely mm-hmm. uh, to like your elders and Which stuff like that. Which we do not have. We do not have mm-hmm. that. They follow set school routines and they value punctuality, which again, we don't really do. No. <laughs> they emphasize student responsibility and stewardship through daily chores. Mm-hmm. So their students do little chores around the school. Which also, they have no janitors. I was just going to bring that up. Yeah. yeah the, the, the students clean the school, which is like, we should be doing that. Yeah. How mm-hmm. many students Plus disrespect janitors? You know oh, what I mean? Yeah. They're always looked down upon like, they're just the janitor cleaning yeah. the school. They're cleaning up after me. That's such an American thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Clean up after me. Well, yeah. you know, which is crazy because they've actually taken from an American approach, they've taken that word kind of out and they call it maintenance now. That's true. Yeah. yeah, because janitor has such a negative connotation. It to does. It mm-hmm. Yeah. So they make the students, which I think is very humbling. Yes. <laughs> yes. Because you should be able to clean up after yourself and you should be able to. Yes. You know, kind of take care of your peers at the same time, mm-hmm. um, which also brings me to the point that they their lunches are much different than ours. Um, so I saw a few different things about their lunches. I saw something that said that they don't have a cafeteria. Some schools don't have cafeterias. They eat in their homeroom. Wow. Um, so junior and high school and their teachers all eat together in the homeroom. Oh, could you imagine that as a teacher? Yeah. I would yeah. want to get the hell away from my students. Well, actually, the teachers, uh, another note about the homerooms, are the kids stay in the room and the teachers are the ones that rotate. Yes. Wow. Instead of here in America, students have like five to ten minutes to get to their next class Mm -hmm. we move to the teachers the teachers in japan move to the students i don't Mm -hmm. know do you feel like that would be a great idea i mean i don't know how it works but like i think of my high school experience and like leaving class was good because it gave me a chance to reset yeah but i also feel like in japanese and asian cultures it 
I like, feel like the reason, and I could be wrong. I think that the reason they do that is because like homerooms, they kind of have like like a sense of like team yes. work or yes, something. They, they definitely which is themselves. why they do like festivals together, yes, stuff I like that. A, they have. I'll it, get back I, to that too. I think each classroom has like a president and like a co-president. I believe. Yeah. Um. So like, That's I feel seen. like they consider the homeroom to be like their team for the year. Oh, you know for what sure. I mean. Yeah, they definitely like to try and develop strong loyalties yeah. to school groups, which almost all students are in some kind of after school activity wow. in Japan, um, whether it be sports, whether it be a club of that some kind. That could never be me. I know, right? Mm-hmm. That's used as well to develop those like loyalties and those friendships and mm-hmm. stuff like that. The students stay in the homeroom um, for lunch. They I've again, I've seen a few different things that they bring in what they call bento. Mm-hmm. which is just like a packed lunch in a box. Yeah. Um, I wrote in my notes, um, I don't know if you guys have seen the little hot dog octopuses. That yes. yes. Oh, yeah. I love them so much. So and cute. I don't know why we don't do that, but it's like so cute. And I love how in anime you, you can kind of tell how much love and time has put into that bento box mm-hmm. because it's like, it's just beautiful food. I follow this woman on TikTok where she makes a bento box for her husband every day. Yeah. I'm going to throw up. That is so and cute. And she makes the best food I've ever seen. That's and the other thing with Japanese culture. She culture's makes it look so good and yeah. presentable. And like, yeah, I just, I'm just blown away every Yeah, time. they definitely pride themselves in their food as well. Yeah. Um, which brings me to another point. Great segues, you yeah. guys. Thank you. That's flowing. <laughs> another thing is that where in America for lunchtime, I don't know if you could call it lunchtime. It's like 1030 in the morning. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you get into a line and there's a server who serves you. They serve you slop. The cafeteria say, lady. I was just going to say slop. Yeah. Um, it is not great food. And you have to pay for it. So yep. like kids who are poor are like shit out of luck. Yeah. In some Japanese schools... There are cooks that cook the food, but then the students take turns serving the other students. I think wow. that's so great. I yeah. That. So cool. again, it's kind of like a, another responsibility for them and to kind mm-hmm. of the same kind of community yeah. idea. Like you're all in the same community. You're all like equals. You're all working together. That kind of thing. So the grades. So we have in America, like elementary school. Mm-hmm. We have middle school. So elementary school is like kindergarten to fifth fifth or sixth fifth or sixth grade middle school is like sixth to and the eighth eighth yep and then high school starts ninth through Mm twelfth so it's basically the same um they have elementary one through six junior one through three and high one through three um so it's basically the same they just don't continue the numbers yeah Yeah. basically so they start over at one so there's a thing here that says three dash one Means third grade classroom one. Oh, okay. Yeah. So they kind of break it. So that's kind of, you kind of see in anime too, like class 1A. Yeah. yeah. Or, um. Like in Psyche K, they're, when they were doing the sports festival, they were like class three, one or something yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah. Like the number is like supposed to be the year, right? And then the letter yes. is yeah. like A, B, C. Yeah. 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 Um, because obviously there's going to be, because- I saw classroom sizes up to 40. Oh, wow. Okay. Um, so obviously there's going to be more kids than that. Mm-hmm. So you need to break it up a little bit. Yeah. yeah. And their ninth grade is high school first grade. 
So they wow. just kind of yeah. structure it a little differently okay. yeah. than we do. Now to get into, we talked a little bit about sports festivals, their festivals that they like to do. Yeah, which, I'm really interested in this. Which you will see in a lot of anime. Especially, I feel like, slice of life ones. Yes, for sure. If you've seen anything, I feel like My Hero is one that most people have probably heard of, at least. They do that as well. They have, like, a sports day. I don't think they have a cultural festival. Oh, no, they do. They do have a they cultural do. festival. Um, so that's kind of a common thing that you'll see in anime. Mm-hmm. Um, their sports day is called Taiku Noti. It was actually established to commemorate the 1964 Olympic Games in Tokyo. Oh, wow. That's oh. awesome. Yeah. So it's the second Monday in October every okay. year. It is a full day or two of relay races, long jumps, others. They definitely use that to do like friendly competition and Couldn't to, be to build <laughs> team, you know, team bonding kind of thing. Another thing that I wanted to touch on was the game that they call borrowing game. Oh, yeah. I what is that? I don't know because I didn't find it. I think, it's, <laughs> I think it might just be like an anime thing. Because okay. I didn't find anything about it in, like, Japanese culture. Yeah. So I'm not sure if you know if it's, like, a regular thing that happens in real-life Japan or anywhere in Asia. Listeners, please tell us. Please let me what know. What is the borrowing game? Yeah. Because so basically what, what I have seen, because I've seen it in a few different shows. We saw it in Psyche K. Yep. Um, it's in Komi Can't Communicate, where there's one person from a grade... That has to go up to someone else from that same team on that sa- in their same grade and borrow something from them. Yeah, like they get basically like a flashcard from like the mm. judges or whatever. Yeah. And it's like you have to find something that's similar to that flashcard, okay. I yeah. think. Okay. Um, so I don't really understand the purpose. And I wonder, I wonder if it's something where it's like, because Nendo wasn't on Psyche's team, was he? Oh. So I'm wondering if the borrowing game is to like help create like good oh, communication skills maybe. so if you have to go to up to an opposite team and be like i'm gonna borrow oh, this maybe. how can we how can i get this from you yeah but i mean also if you're listening to this and you know what the borrowing game is please tell us yeah please let us know because i'm definitely interested that's like one of the because obviously we have like relay races here and long jumps here like we have mm-hmm. a whole track team usually yeah at mm-hmm. american schools um so the borrowing game is one thing that i was unfamiliar with and thought was really cool that they had in their sports day. Oh, yeah. Then we go into their cultural festival, which is one of my favorite parts in animes when they Same. have a cultural I festival. I, I love we're going to get into tropes later, but I yeah. love the sports festival trope and the cultural. It's trope. just like a fun. You can. It's a it's good a time. Guaranteed fun. Good time. So their cultural festival. What happens is classrooms are transformed into cafes or stops for activities students can perform basically i saw this quote quote unquote almost anything goes damn <laughs> um, so i've seen i have a few examples um in comey can't communicate that's a a new anime slice of life they have a maid cafe mm-hmm. where oh. they all dress up as maids and they all like have little serve okay. which is a big thing in japan too. i know that like some people don't like that but i think it's such a cute little yeah, thing i, I think would it's totally very do cute um i think a lot of the times people view it as not as innocent as it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah, definitely right. way more innocent than well, I think people think. Well, I mean, if there teenagers, like but. children are doing it at a cultural festival, yes. yeah. I think it's. Yeah. yeah. Um. So they turn their classroom into a maid cafe where they have people. For some reason, this random guy who's 
in Comey, um, he's a maid cafe like reviewer. Oh, that's funny. But he's like a stranger from the street. I'm like, you just go into this Why are you here? cultural... Fa- it was a little They're weird. They're children. It was a little no. weird. But I would imagine people from other classrooms can come into their quote-unquote maid cafe, sit down, you know, eat something, drink something. Yeah, because I, I think there are, and it might vary from school to school, but I think that sometimes it is open to the public. Okay. Really? To go. Yes. That's cool. Um, So, like, your parents can go if you want. Yeah. Um, oh, can, like, we did see kids. that in um, Fruits Basket. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That makes sense. Um, another example is My Hero. Mm-hmm. They had, they, well, okay, so basically each classroom goes through and decides what they want to do, mm-hmm. and then they all work to make it possible. Yeah. Um, Whoops. Sorry. <laughs> I don't know why I did that. <laughs> uh, for it those of you right. listening, Kelsey just tipped over her water bottle it's on purpose like a cat. I don't <laughs> It really was like a cat moment. <laughs> My feline brain just took over. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, That's okay. So again, in My Hero, they put on a concert. So they work together. They like make these costumes. Mm-hmm. They make like a set and they have everyone involved in the class do something to mm-hmm. help and make this yeah. concert like really cool and I've fun. seen like some shows do like a haunted house where they like mm-hmm. make a haunted house so they have like Spooky. a little maze yeah I've seen done just not do like a maid cafe but do like a restaurant where yeah. they like sell food yeah um and yeah like you said concerts I'm trying to think of like other yeah I couldn't seen. think Anthony said there was one in my teen romantic <laughs> comedy snafu such a long title okay wow. but I don't know <laughs> yeah that sounded like a fallout boy title yeah like, I can't we couldn't find what they actually oh, I've did. seen some do like a planetarium Ooh. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. I do like that. Or like an art show. That's too. cool. But yeah, anything really goes. Yeah. I love that. So they, I think that's another thing that really builds like team bonding mm. and like really working with your classmates and like growing together as classmates. It's so cute. And mm. family. They love families. They love the family. So that basically touches on the cultural festival mm. part of their school, which I think is really cool. To get the kids all together, working all together, and really making something that they're proud of. Because I think they really, wow, I'm just repeating everything, but they pride themselves in being like a a good team together and having their students really work together. It creates a really nice community. Yeah. And I think that kind of ties a little bit into what Kelsey was going to talk about, cultural honorifics yeah. a little so i wanted to go a little bit into honorifics because when i first started um watching anime they say like first of all they normally say the person's last name if yes. they don't know them very well mm-hmm. um and it, if they are really good friends then they go by their first name family members will call them by their first name but for the most part if you're like classmates or like co-workers you call each other by their last name instead yeah. of their first and so that I had to get used to when I was like 15 and I was like, what are you talking about? Um, yeah, because sometimes they have like different names for the same yeah, person. Yeah, exactly. And I like, was like, are they talking to- mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then they also have honorifics that they use, which they go by like last name and then the honorific. Um, yeah. So instead of like Mrs. Corgan, oh, it'd yeah. be yes. Corgan Mrs. Yes. Yes, exactly. Um, so... Yeah, and it kind of is just to show, I guess, like, respect for your peers and mm-hmm. for your elders. I would say most of the honorifics are for elders, but they also have, like, you know, for 
people who are your age as well. Mm-hmm. We'll start from the top. One honorific is San, and that is essentially like a Mr. or Mrs. So this is for adults, more for like equal status, but it is also very respectful. Um, so if you're like best friends, you probably won't use San mm. to, you know, describe each other. Got it. So this is more of out of respect. Sama is probably like the most respectful you can get. This is for like if you're running a restaurant and you're talking to your customers or guests. So this would be equivalent to like sir or ma'am. Okay. And also you can do like deities, just like very important people. Then there's kun. And this is more for younger boys. Mm -hmm. So like if you're in high school, you could call a boy kun. Um, And it's also like older men will also call like younger boys kun as well. Okay. So Um, like in the book we're reading right now in our book club, mm -hmm. um, the quintessential quintuplets, the main guy, Futuro. Yes. They call him Futuro kun a lot. Yeah. Yes. So this is more for younger boys. Women can also be called kun too. Like, but that's only for like coworkers. Okay. Um, but it's like, it's not as common. Yes. Chan, and this is more used for younger girls. So kind of more for like children though. Oh, um, I have that in my TikTok name. Oh, you do? <laughs> yeah. That's Sydney, cute. Sydney Chan. I say Chan. I don't know if it's Chan or Chan, but I've heard Chan. Um, yeah. So this is more used for younger girls, children, or people who are just really, really close to each other. Okay. Like in My Hero Academia, Deku calls um, Katsuki his friend Kachan mm-hmm. um, because they were really close and they grew up together when they were kids. Yeah. So mm-hmm. kids will use this um, for each other as well. Okay. Um, it is also considered really cutesy. So people yeah. will also call their pets by Chan Aww. as well, which is really cute. Oh, like Kiki Chan. Yeah. Oh, yeah, so we'd call that. Kiki Kiki Chan or Freya Chan. Um, Freya Chan doesn't sound right. Though. Nah, Kiki Chan's better. <laughs> yeah. Then there is Senpai, which I feel like more people are more familiar with. Mm-hmm. Senpai is for like a senior classmate or a senior colleague, I guess, where you're just showing a little bit more respect for like, like third years are always going to be Senpai. Or it's also just someone who's older than you that you, like, really, really respect. Yeah. And you see them as, like, not really a mentor. Just someone you look up to. Yeah. For teachers, they actually use sensei. And, yeah, this is more for, like, experts in their respective fields. So, like, doctors, okay. lawyers, um, people like that. Okay. Um, And there's also, like, there's a lot more that's, like, more specifics and stuff like that. Um, but I also wanted to get more into like, f- like what they call like family members. Um, so there's like two names, and like p- listeners, please like <laughs> correct me if I am wrong on this because like I was like researching this because I wanted to talk about like the names that they call each other in family. But there's like from what I can see that there are two names, and one is more for like if they're speaking to somebody about their brother or mm-hmm. sister. Like, they'll be like, yeah, my brother the other day did this. Um, and that is for these words. So younger brother is a toto. And again, if I am in, <laughs> if I am not saying this right, please tell me. Um, and then there's Imoto, and that is younger sister. Mm. There is um, Ani, which is elder brother. Mm. And then, I believe, Ane, which is elder sister. So that is, like, if you're saying, like, 
my older brother, you yeah. would say Ani. And I believe Atoto and Imoto is also for like the other version, which is like if you are calling them by name. They have like a name for it where like they can say their first name, but they also have like a literal name for brother or sister, okay. which is Onisan or oh. Onichan. And that is for older brother. And then there's older sister, which is Onesan and Chan. So that would be like the name that they would use for each okay. other. Um, and I didn't write this down, um, but there is like a name for mother and father as well. I think mother is Okasan. I don't remember what father is. And there is also for like grandmother, grandfather, <laughs> that kind of stuff too. Okay. But, like, I just thought that that was really interesting because you see that in anime a lot yeah. where, like, they'll say, like, oh, Anisan. And you're, like, oh, I thought that I thought his name was, like, Sasuke or something. Yeah. Like, what, yeah. what is happening? So, yeah, I kind of just wanted to put that out there as well because um, they take, you know, family very seriously. Yes. Mm. So I think it's really sweet because, like, in dub, they always say, like, Big brother, where are you going? And yeah. it sounds like kind of cheesy at first, but like once you like realize like, oh, they're saying English big brother because we don't really have a name for big brother, yeah. just big brother. Yeah. But yeah. we don't normally call them that. We just call them by their first name. Yeah. Where in Japanese, they have a literal name for big brother. Yeah. So. That's cool. Yeah. That's awesome. So I think that is really your... I mean, minus all of the rambling tangents. And if you stuck with us this long, thank you so much. Yeah, this is our first. So we will get the hang of it as we go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, I think we hit a lot of the basics. So if you were ever interested in trying to read some manga or watch some anime, it will kind of help you get your groundings for you to dip your toes into. Next week, we're super excited to talk to you about some tropes in anime, some of our favorites. Yeah. Hopefully, we're going to play a couple cool games. But. Today has been awesome. If you want to join the club, you can once again feel free to follow us at The Host Club on Instagram, and you can feel free to follow us, your hosts, at our individual handles. Sydney, you want to go first? Yeah, so mine is my full name. Sid- well, almost my full name. Sydney Lane J, S Y D N E Y L A I N E J underscore. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can probably. An easier way to do it, too, is go to the host club. We'll be following Mm -hmm. that because, you know, that's (laughs) us. So (laughs) you can go there and search for us there, too. Yeah. And then Kelsey. Yeah. Mine is just Kelsey Lee 48. Kelsey K-E-L-S-E-Y. Lee L-E-I-G-H 48. Damn. All right. And then mine is super easy. It's just Beth underscore 90. Definitely not. You guys, I feel like you have some pretty intense instagram handles i, so. I mean i did it when i was like in high school so yeah. it was like but are those like are those your middle names like yeah. Yeah. oh okay yeah my middle name's deanne so that doesn't sound as great so that's deanne that's like deanne <laughs> i didn't really tell well guys thank you so much for joining us we can't wait to talk to you next week and these are your hosts signing off bye bye, bye. <laughs>